and welcome to the Planet Positivity Podcast. I'm your host, Mark, and I am shaking it, shaking it, shaking it, shaking my booty right now. I'm so excited for this. I hope you're excited as well. This is podcast number one. Ah, this is the jam. I love Casey and the Sunshine Band. Here we go. All right, and welcome. That was a cool intro. I wasn't sure how to uh, do the intro uh, because it's the first episode, but hey, heck, better than nothing. I was uh, um, a little nervous. Usually I'm not that nervous doing these uh, podcasts. I have another podcast called The Super Travel Experience, and they could go on like 40 episodes, but this one I get a little nervous because it's the first one, and it's always something uh, beautiful and fun and exciting about about starting something and, and beginning. And as you know, this uh, podcast is called Planet Positivity. So the main focus on this podcast is positivity, uh, positive attitude, positive mind, positive life, positivity. Uh, I was trying to think um, the reason why I came up with this podcast and idea was I'm obsessed with it. I'm excited about it. I'm just incredibly passionate about it. I've seen what it's done for my life to make it better. And um, I think there's a lot of things that are without outside of our control, but there's also a lot of things within our control. Um, we can't control getting sick. We can't control when relatives die. We can't control when something bad happens. You know, But we can control our mental attitude and our mental state. And a positive mental attitude is a win under all circumstances, all situations. And that's why I want to share uh, with you uh, everyone, and um, this, what we're gonna go over is all sorts of cool stuff related to self help, uh, getting better, um, you name it, how to do it, why it's good, uh, that sort of stuff. So let's get right into it. I guess, you know, I'll also say too, the future episodes, we'll also talk about, you know, stuff relating to positivity, like, like gratitude, like, um, I guess, persistence or perseverance. Is, is a good uh, a good you know things that are positive things that are definitely positive you know giving hope inspiration gratitude all, all sorts of cool stuff and I love quotes ever since I was a kid my sister gave me this book uh, on Zen with all these cool quotes it gets me to think and so I'm gonna go over oh first what's the definition of, of positivity the practice of being or tendency to be positive or optimistic in attitude. So for this, it's optimistic, optimism. That's hopefulness, you know, uh, thinking on the, the bright side, the, the, the glass is half full rather than half empty. And like I said earlier, that that is a huge impact on your life. And quotes, let's get to the quotes. 60 positive attitude quotes. I just Googled a bunch of quotes and it's fun because it gets you to think about stuff and in life and I don't think we really think as much anymore with all the, the phone usage, the social media, the TV consumption. And I just turned on the TV earlier and it's just nothing but negativity stuff. I, I just, I can't really 
I can't watch it very often. I, I did watch, a, a, what did I watch recently? I watched The Mandalorian. That was pretty good. Especially that little baby Yoda is really cute. You got to watch it on, on Disney, that Disney uh, channel. But all right, back to the positive attitude quotes. All right, your attitude can take you forward or your attitude can take you down. The choice is always yours. Catherine Pulsifer. Now, one thing I like about having this positive positive attitude is it's something we can control and it's up to us. So I like that sense of control when life can be out of control. We believe that a great attitude is a prerequisite for success. Definitely, um, that was by Jay Wright in Attitude. Definitely one of the common denominators of successful people from what I was reading. Also going to do a book review of Success Through a Positive Mental Attitude by Napoleon Hill. And we'll get into that after these quotes. So that's very important. Is Success is actually a, a great attitude is a prerequisite for success. With a positive attitude, the world is your oyster. Without it, your world can be filled with ill fate, in unfortunate, unfortunate circumstances. Lorena Laughlin from Changing Your Life Through a Positive Attitude. It seems like those with a negative attitude, and for some reason this holds true, you uh, attract negativity, bad luck, ill fortune, but if you switch that to a positive mindset, a positive attitude, you could have um, great luck, great success, great health, you know, that that sort of stuff. It seems to attract, and there's a little bit of science behind that too. Another quote, virtually nothing on earth can stop a person with a positive attitude who has his goal clearly in sight by Dennis Whiteley. Yes, definitely. Having a positive mental attitude that prompts you to expect favor favorable results is crucial. It allows you to be healthier Happier and More Productive by Jack Morris and Positive Thinking. That's a fact. There's science that shows that if you have a positive attitude, if you're more optimistic, you have healthier, happier, and more productive, and you actually live longer as well. And I'm going to go into uh, a bunch of benefits of, of why you would want a positive mental attitude. If you don't, if you don't want a good life, a good, you know, you don't want to be healthier, if you don't want more success, then you should probably turn off this podcast and quit listening now. And I don't know, go put your head in the hole because I, I don't know what's going on in your mind because it's, you know, life's so hard right now. Life's hard basically for everyone, whether you're rich, poor, uh, you, you have success, you don't, you know, that sort of stuff. But the one thing that, can make it easier is just changing our attitude. It's so simple, but it's so profound. All right, an attitude can have a huge impact on one's career. Thinking positive will prepare you to respond appropriate, appropriately during trying times. Jane Aniston. Know that your success is based entirely on your attitude, your commitment, and self-discipline. You are the only person who can generate a new mindset. Ellen Mensa. Learning to control and adjust your attitude to a positive one reflects wisdom of the mind. Catherine Pulsifer. There are no limitations to the mind except those that we acknowledge both poverty and riches are the offspring of thought by Napoleon Hill from this book, Think and Grow Rich. This was huge. The positive mind uh, is one of the common denominators of rich and successful people positive mind. So that was a really uh, fascinating concept. So a positive attitude is a person's passport to a better tomorrow 
by Jeff Keller, who doesn't want a better tomorrow? Everyone wants a better life. Everyone. Um, this one's um, on teens, and this one's I've learned that even when I have pains, I don't have to be one by Maya Angelou. Hey, that's changing your mind, changing your attitude. Attitude is a way of life. We have a choice every day regarding the attitude we embrace for that day. Puneet Sharma, Attitude to Think from the book, I believe it's Attitude, Think Better, Live Better, Solve Problems. An attitude of gratitude shows a lot about the character of a person. It keeps God first, knowing that he is the source of every blessing we receive. That's from Joyce Mayer, The Power of Being Thankful. With a positive attitude, it is possible to turn situations of failure into success by Dan Miller, Positive Attitude. I love that one. So what seems like a failure is because we're focusing on the failure. We don't see the positive aspect around it. It's like for one door that closes, two more open, but we're focused, so focused on that closed door, we don't see the ones that are already open. So that one, I, I like that one. And there's there's tons. I you know if you want I I would suggest like reflecting on this stuff every now and then it kind of it helps it's it's fun to do and all right here's a couple couple more you must start with a positive attitude or you will surely end without one <laughs> Carrie Latet let's see positive attitude serves as the as the foundation for optimism as and as a shining characteristic of Every Person I Have Met by Vishal Pandey, Positive Thinking. Researchers have discovered a connection between positive attitude and good health, definitely by Becker Earl. And let's go into that now. Let's go into the, the why it's important to have a positive attitude. Positive attitude leads to success and happiness. That's definitely uh, one of the things it does. Wait, let me find this article real fast. Okay, here we go. This is the one I want. The seven benefits, key benefits of positive thinking. So you're like, all right, positive thinking, what's the point? What's in it for me, right? So positive thinking is the background of the modern philosophy of living a successful and happy life. Being optimistic is often portrayed as a foundation for making life full and happy. And really, these are not, these are not just words. There are several benefits in positive thinking which influences our health, confidence, and relationships with other people. Uh, so the top seven, or actually seven, there's probably a lot more. Here's just a, a good uh, summary of, of seven important ones. Positive thinkers cope with stress faster and more effectively. The brain functions better when you have a positive mindset. You have reduced cortisol, reduced stress hormones. It just functions better. I remember reading an article on this. I should pull it up. And I think it might have to do with the prefrontal cortex. I don't remember the exact uh, uh, brain um, location, but it's definitely, definitely uh, you cope with stress faster and, and more effectively. So in an unpleasant situation, when an unpleasant situation happens, I concentrate on solving uh, rather than thinking that the things are out of control, actually they're less subjected to stress as they don't have a habit to concentrate on their negative thought. That's you just lower stress as well. So it's, it's another positive aspect. Number two, better health. It's proven that those who think positively live longer, feel better than those who don't. All negative emotions reflect immediately in our body. And when we are stressed, have depressive thoughts, we face sleep problems, our muscles become tense, become anxious, feel dis dissatisfied with everything. And as we get rid of the destructive negative thoughts, we also help our physical well-being and we have better health. 
and it's scientifically proven those who are optimistic live longer. Number three, you have better relationships with people. Who wants to be around negative people? I know I don't. I try to leave them as soon as I can. I want to be around positive people, successful people, just people that help uplift me and make me feel good. You know, you don't want to be around people that don't make you feel good. Positive and open people make a better first impression and usually have a lot of friends. People are attracted to positive people and want to ma maintain a friendship with them. That's why people thinkers, uh, positive thinkers <laughs> and people thinkers have an active social life. The same goes for romantic relationships as such people attract more attention of the opposite sex because you have a positive mental attitude. Positive mind, you're optimistic. Number four, positive way of thought lets you be more focused and concentrated. It has to do with, with the brain. Uh, as well when you realize that the problem is not the end of the world you learn to stay more focused when you face your problems as a result you can make the right decisions even in a difficult situation number five more confidence that's definitely who doesn't want more confidence everyone wants to feel more confident confidence people love confidence confidence uh, is is a prerequisite for success it's it's definitely important you can't go to a job interview and be meek and shy you have to be confident what do you want what, what's your salary what, what can you do for me you know that that sort of stuff a positive way of thought learns you uh, to be more confident, uh, teaches you to be more confident. A positive way of thought teaches you to be more confident. You don't want to pretend and, and be someone else. You learn to love yourself and to be yourself and it boosts your confidence. Positive thinkers are more successful in life. That's a fact. That's from this, uh, especially from this book I just read. That was my first book I read this year, Success Through a Positive Mental Attitude. It's profound. It was one of my uh, missing links. I, I, I kind of knew, had an idea, but I didn't realize just how profound this is. Uh, positive people tend not to concentrate on their failure, failures and see more life opportunities. When you're focused on your failure, you miss opportunities. Like I was saying with that closed door and you're focused on it, you miss those two open doors with opportunities. They are open to learning and trying new things. That's why they're more successful in their careers. Number seven, and probably one of the, mo uh, the best benefits of optimism and positivity is you have a happier life. The optimistic people usually live happier and a more productive life. Remember the law of attraction. If the person thinks positive, he or she attracts more positive events in their life. If the person, the person is grateful for everything she has, she will even he or she will even get more of this. So don't concentrate on your problems. Be optimistic and your life will change in a better way. There you go. Don't focus on your problems. Focus on the solutions. That's, a, that's another uh, good way to think about it. And after we, I go over this, I'll go over seven practical tips to achieve a positive mindset. And this one's interesting too. So we talk about happiness, right? Happiness and positivity. Here's an article, happy brain, happy life. Happy brains are more creative, quicker, and more mentally alert. Uh, being happy also stimulates the growth of nerve connections, improves cognition by increasing mental productivity, improves your ability to analyze and think, affects your view of surroundings, increases attentiveness, leads to more happy thoughts. Happy people are more creative, solve problems faster, and tend to be more uh, mentally alert. And the power of positive thoughts your thoughts form your character, how you operate in the world, and how far you travel mentally, physically, and spiritually. You are what you think you are, and all your actions proceed from thought. Your inner thoughts will always be reflected in your outer circumstances because self-generated changes in your life are 
always preceded by changes in the way you think. If you have a negative life, make your mind, you probably have a negative mind. A negative mind will never have a positive life. That's a fact. It's, think about it. If you have a positive mind, you will always have a positive life under all circumstances. You know how important and how profound and how amazing that is when life, it's all about us, our mindset. That, that, that's amazing. That blew me away. I, the, over the past month, I've been really like studying this and I'm just, I can't believe how profound it is and how I didn't learn this sooner in life. I wish I would have known this when I was a kid. I wish it would teach us this in school. So um, this article from Psychology Today, the, the one I'm going over right now, Happy Brain, Happy Life, also talks about as far as your brain, every thought releases brain chemicals. Being focused on negative thoughts effectively saps the brain of its positive forcefulness, slows it down, and can go as far as dimming your brain's ability to function, even creating depression. On the flip side, if you have uh, positive thinking, uh, happy, you're hopeful, you're optimistic, you have joyful thoughts, uh, you're full of gratitude, you're grateful, you decrease cortisol, and you produce serotonin, which creates a sense of well-being. This helps your brain function at peak capacity. This is science. This is science. This is not like woo-woo type of stuff. You know, this is... Happy thoughts and positive thinking in general support brain growth as well as a generation and reinforcement of new synapses, especially in your prefrontal cortex, which serves as the integration center of all your, your brain-mind functions. In other words, your prefrontal, prefrontal cortex not only regulates the signals that your neurons transmit to other parts of your brain and to your body, but allows you to think about and reflect upon what you are physically doing. Um, so the prefrontal cortex allows you to control your emotional responses through connections to your deep limbic uh, brain. It gives you the ability to focus on whatever you choose and to gain insight into your thinking processes. Okay, let's go down to why uh, I could read this for, for hours. Why optimism leads to greater happiness. Why? Why? So neuroscientists discovered that people who have a more cheerful disposition, and there's a quote, uh, cheerfulness is a sign of wisdom. That's by Michel Monte de Montaigne. Um, I know I mispronounced that, but I did my best. <laughs> um, so a more cheerful, neuroscientists discover that, that people who have a more cheerful disposition are more prone to optimism, generally, generally have a higher activity occurring in their left prefrontal cortex, and that's a brain explanation. Also, there's been uh, observed uh, differences between optimists and pessimists by uh, pessimists by behavioral scientists. Optimism, for example, involves highly desirable cognitive, emotional, motivational components. Optimistic people tend to have better moods, uh, to be more persevering, successful, and to experience better physical health. One factor may be simply that optimism uh, optimists attribute good events to themselves in terms of permanence, citing. Uh, their traits and abilities as a cause and bad events as transient um, or the fault of other people. Also, in addition, uh, optimists lead happy, rich, fulfilled lives, spend the least amount of time alone and the most uh, time socializing, have good relationships, have better health habits, have stronger immune systems, live longer than pessimists. On the flip side, pessimistic people 
explain good events by citing transient causes, like I said earlier, such as mood and, moods and effort and bad events as permanent conditions, uh, using words like always or never, all the words. You know, you could tell an optimist and a pessimist. You, you, you ever hear the words never, I can't, I hate, Oh, it makes my, makes my uh, I cringe when I hear that. It's like nails on a chalkboard. And so also pessimists automatically assume setbacks are permanent, pervasive, and due to personal failings. Are, they're eight times more likely to be depressed than optimists, perform worse at school and work, have rockier interpersonal relationships, and die sooner than optimists. And uh, there was a researcher from University of California uh, who found that unhappy people spend hours comparing themselves to other people, both above and below themselves on the happiness scale. Happy people didn't compare themselves to anyone. That's why get off social media for so long, you know, just don't be on there for so long and compare yourself to other people looking at all these beautiful pictures. That's not their life. Their life, that's just a small one millionth of a fraction of their life. And that's like probably not even people's real life. We just show, you know, great accomplishments or successes. We never show the failures or the hard work that it takes to get there. The good news is that you could use your mind to train your brain to tamp down the negative thoughts and lead to that lead to pessimism while ramping up the types of positive thoughts that lead to op optimism. That's the point of this podcast and one of the main functions that I'm going to go over tons of beneficial stuff, uh, different um, stories and uh, quotes and everything's going to be positive, focusing on the positive. But don't get me wrong, there's, it's not going to completely ignore the negative. You have to, you know, know your enemy if you if to fight it. And so the enemy is negative thoughts, uh, pessimistic, pessimism, <laughs> pessimistic, I don't know, pessimism, that's the word. You can be the master of the neuronal changes that will lead to greater happiness. And the rewiring in those uh, teensy miracles known as your brain cells aren't or neurons, even if depression runs in your family, you have the capacity of improving the way your brain functions, of setting up neuron neuronal roadblocks and diminishing the neuronal patterns linked to negative thinking. You may not be able to eradicate a genetic disposition towards depression, but you can greatly reduce its impact and its reoccurrence. It reminds me of the article I read that, um, what is it? Oh, gosh, I can't remember. Uh, the more you're negative, the more your brain rewires for negativity. The more you're positive, the more your brain rewires for positivity. So you just want to rewire your brain. Uh, this article, almost done. A couple more things. Negative thinking, negative balance. Negative thinking slows down brain coordination, makes making it difficult to process thoughts and find solutions. Feeling frightened often... Uh, happens when focused on negative outcomes has been shown to decrease decrease activity in your cerebellum which slows the brain's ability to process new information limiting limiting your ability to practice creative problem solving additionally the fear factor impacts your left temporal lobe which affects mood memory and impulse control definitely go over brain functions positivity and negative negativity in uh, future podcasts i love that stuff i think my uh, my bachelor's degree my first one was uh, in psychology then i went to exercise science and nutrition and, and that sort of stuff okay uh your frontal lobe particularly your prefrontal cortex decides what is important according to the amount of attention you pay to something and how you feel about it thus the more you focus on negativity the more synapses and neurons your brain will create that support your negative thought process there you go that's the the rewiring 
Your hippocampus provides the context of stored memories, which means the emotional tone description your mind creates can potentially rewire your brain by creating stronger neuronal pathways and synapses. What you think and feel about a certain situation or thing can become so deeply ingrained that you have to work hard, work hard to dismantle the negative connections and rewire your brain in order to be less afraid, to think positively, to believe that dreams can come true, to trust that your efforts will be successful might not be easy definitely uh things that are worthwhile aren't easy and might be uncomfortable might be hard but i'll tell you what in the end it's going to be worth it if you want to switch your mind from a negative to a positive you're going to not just switch your mind from a negative to a positive you're going to switch your entire life that's how profound it is and then this is the last paragraph. Paragraph. Let me get some water. So when I talk for a little while, uh, what happens is my mouth gets a little bit dry. So let me uh, let me take a sip of water. Stand by. Stand by. And this brief break. Let's uh, let's start this. Try to get you guys pumped up here. All right, I'm back. All right, <clears throat> I love that song. Casey and the Sunshine Band, shake, 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 shake your booty. Sometimes in the morning, it helps me get up and shake my booty, get ready to work out, seize the day, have a great day. Love starting the day off, maybe dance a little bit, sing a little bit, play some you know awesome music. And <clears throat> where were we at? Okay, last paragraph in that article, all right. Uh, Train your brain to think more positively. One of the oldest precepts of neuroscience has been that our mental processing thinking originates from brain activity, that our brain is in charge when it comes to creating and shaping our mind. However, more recent research has shown that it can also work the other way around, that focused, repetitive mental activity can affect changes in your brain's structuring, wiring, and capabilities. The actions we take can literally expand or contract different regions of the brain, firing up circuits or tampering them tamping them down. The more you ask your brain to do, the more cortical space it sets up to handle the new task. It responds by forging stronger connections and circuits that underlie the desired behavior or thought and weaken the connections in others. Thus, what you do and what you think, see, or feel is mirrored in the size of your respective brain regions and the connections that your brain forms to accommodate your needs. What does all this mean? It means that what we think, do, and say matters, that it affects who we become on the outside, the inside, and in our brain. Mostly, it means that if you can retrain your brain to be more positive, mostly it means that you can retrain your brain to be more positive. Start by thinking happy thoughts, looking on the bright side, refocusing your brain when negative thoughts occur. Uh, like when you have a negative thought, you have to change it. You have to systematically change it every time you have a negative thought. You observe it and then you change it. Try to find a positive aspect in it. Your mind has the ability to determine how your brain thinks about what happens in your life. Use it to your own advantage to reframe events and think positively. That's a great article by Happy Brain, Happy Life by Susan Reynolds back in uh, this was back in 2011 happy brains are more creative quicker and more mentally alert so there you go and uh, 
seven practical tips to achieve a positive mindset, you know, might as well go over that right now, do it uh, rather quickly, and then get to a book review. So with all the positivity, uh, what can you do, you know, now to, to start? Okay, start the day off with positive affirmations. You know, our, as soon as we wake up, our brain's in kind of like this meditative state and is really uh, easily influenced. Uh, so what you can do is you start the day off with the positive affirmations. Listen to, I like Google, uh, YouTube, positive motivational success videos I listen to. Some of the intense ones too, like I was, you know, I said in other podcasts, like C.T. Fletcher, just, he just, he's like, he's cussing, he's like, F your excuses, F this, you know, F them the P. I love that. That stuff gets me going before, especially before I work out and I want to just seize the day and just have a great day. And I love to start off the day with that sort of stuff. So start the day off with, with positive affirmations. How you start the morning sets the tone for the rest of the day. You ever woken up late, panic, and you just felt like nothing good happened the rest of the day. You're in just like this stress mode. This is like because you started the day with a negative emotions, a pessimistic view that carried into every other event you experienced. Instead of letting this dominate, you start the day off with positive affirmations. Talk to yourself in the mirror. Even if you feel silly with statements like, today will be a good day. I'm going to be awesome today. You'll be amazed how much your day improves. So there's one good step to achieve a positive mindset. Number two, focus on the good things, however small. Almost invariably, you're going to encounter obstacles throughout the day and throughout life. There's no such thing as a perfect day, perfect life, perfect anything. When you encounter such challenges, focus on the benefits. No matter how slight or unimportant unimportant they may seem, for example, if you get stuck in traffic, think about how you will have time to listen to the rest of your favorite podcasts. If the store is out of food you want to prepare, think about the thrill of trying something new. So it's just amazing that little switch can have a huge, profound uh, effect on you and the world. So you change yourself, you change the world. What's that quote by Gandhi? Be the change you wish to see in the world. Something like that. I, I think it's not perfect, but... Be the change you wish to see in the world. If you change yourself, you change the world. It's 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 so profound. I <laughs> we could go so deep down the rabbit hole. We're we're, we're gonna go there later on uh, more episodes. This is just episode one, the beginning. You know, explaining why the benefits. Maybe a few tips here and there. Number three, find humor in bad situations. That's cheerfulness. There's a quote. Uh, cheerfulness is a sign of wisdom. Like I said earlier. Uh, so try to find humor, just laugh. I think how ridiculous things seem where you put yourself in a perspective overlooking from like a top view and look down like, this is ridiculous. Like this guy cut me off in traffic and just like, you know, what the what's going on here? I just, some things are so ridiculous, I just laugh. Good. Allow yourself to experience humor in even the darkest or most trying situations. Remind yourself that this situation will probably make for a good story later and try to crack a joke about it. Say you're laid off. Imagine the most absurd way you could spend your last day or the most ridiculous job you could pursue next, like kangaroo handler or bubblegum sculptor. And that goes with, with humor and laughing. Laughter is like, there's so many great quotes on laughter. We're, we're going to do a whole podcast on that or a whole uh, episode. 
when I, when I say podcast, I, I mean like episode. Basically, laughter has been a huge asset in my life. I love to watch stand-up comedy. And there was a period of a few years when I was having a difficult time. I would go to the comedy store down in uh, in Hollywood and go with the improv and go to all these comedy shows. And it was really a, a hoot and a, really made me feel better. And so laughing is definitely one of the best medicines. Number four, turn failures into lessons. Instead of thinking them as failures, think them think of them as lessons. That's really good. You aren't perfect. You're going to make mistakes and experience failure in multiple contexts, at multiple jobs and with multiple people. Instead of focusing on how you failed, think about what you're going to do next time. Turn your failure into a lesson. Cap conceptualize this in concrete rules. For example, you could come up with three new rules for managing projects as a result. So that's really cool. It's turn failures into lessons. I, I like that. And that's one of the things about success is uh, they failed more than they succeeded. There's this quote on Michael Jordan. He's probably, you know, made a, a inst- like thousands of basketball shots, but he hasn't made them all. He's, I think he talks about how he's missed thousands of basketball shots, but he kept trying and trying and probably, you know, he turned failure into a lesson. Um, number five, transform negative self-talk into positive self-talk. There you go. We A lot of people have negative self-talk and should change that into positive self-talk. I want to find that quote on Michael Jordan because I butchered that quote. <laughs> shots missed, Michael Jordan. I really butchered that and I want to correct myself. He says, I've missed, Michael Jordan said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game winning shot and I missed. I failed over and over again in my life. And that is why I succeed. Yeah, so that's, that's really a great quote. Um, so number five, transform negative self-talk into positive self-talk. I see this a lot. People talk negatively about themselves and bad. Be nice to yourselves. Be nicer. Have better, uh, positive, more positive self-talk. Negative self-talk can creep up easily and is often hard to notice. You might think, I'm so bad at this or I shouldn't have tried that. But these thoughts turn into internalized feelings and might cement your conceptions uh, of yourself. When you catch yourself doing this, stop and replace those negative messages with positive ones. For example, I'm so bad at this uh, becomes once I get more practice, I'll be way better at this. I shouldn't have tried be- becomes that didn't work out as planned. Maybe next time. Those small shifts in uh, self-talk make a huge difference in how you feel. Number six, focus on the president. A lot of our fear and uh, is from you know uh, our worries is from you know worrying about the future or regretting the past. And focus on the present. I'm talking about the present, not today, not this hour, only this exact moment. You might be getting chewed out by your boss with this, but what in this exact moment is happening that's so bad? Forget the comment he made five minutes ago. Forget what he might say five minutes from now. Focus on this one individual moment. In most situations, you'll find out it's not as bad as you imagine it to be. Most sources of negativity stem from a memory or a recent event or the exaggerated imagination of a potential future event. Stay in the present moment. Number seven, 
Okay, find positive friends, mentors, and coworkers. This is huge. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time around with. If you're around five negative, pessimistic people, you're going to most likely become negative and pessimistic. So you want to surround yourself with positive people, positive mentors, coworkers. Get a life coach if you need anything to help you. Um, when you surround yourself with positive people, you, you'll hear positive outlooks, positive stories, positive affirmations. Their positive words will sink in and affect your own line of thinking, which then affects your words and sim similarly contributes to the group. Finding positive people to fill up your life can be difficult, but you need to eliminate the negativity in your life before it consumes you. Do what you can to improve the positivity of others and let their positivity affect you the same way. Almost anybody in any situation can apply those seven lessons to their own lives and increase their positive attitude. So as you might imagine, positive thinking offers compounding returns, compounding returns. So the more often you practice it, the greater benefits you'll realize and you'll rewire your brain. Those are seven steps you could take right now to uh, have a positive mindset. So we'll go more in depth uh, with those later on and more specific. And now let's go to my first book I read, <clears throat> Success Through a Positive Mental Attitude. And this is like a summary. You could find this on Google for free. This was the first book I read. I have a goal. Read one book a week and listen to one audio book a week. And I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I, I'm about 50 pages a day. I, I usually read before I go to bed at night. And maybe it affects my uh, subconscious in a more positive way. I don't know. I just find it helps me to go to sleep after I read. Uh, in the morning, I'm more of like an exercise person or doing a little bit of work on the computer. So Success to a Positive Mental Attitude it was written a while ago. I want to say uh, somewhere around 1930. 30, give or take, by a guy named Napoleon Hill. He also wrote a couple, of, a few other books, and it's really a great book. He he studied thousands of successful people, and he wrote this book, and it's it's really well written, and one of the best books I've ever read, <laughs> to tell you the truth. And so let's just go. I'm just gonna go through a summary of some of the main parts of it. So a positive mental attitude leads to success sooner or later but it will lead to success. Success can be attributed to a single characteristic, a positive way of thinking. Take Henry Ford, for example. He didn't give up on his visionary V8 engine, even though his engineers told him it was impossible. He told him to go back, try again. I don't care how long it takes, try, try, try. And months, months later, they finally, they finally were able to make it. People with a positive mental attitude aren't afraid of failure. They try as long as necessary until they achieve their goal. That's one of the huge benefits that attributes positive mental attitudes to success is dealing with failure. Rather than quitting, they just try something different. They look at it as a positive thing. They change that uh, negative mindset of failure into something positive. I didn't fail. I learned something. I learned not how to do it. I learned something new. I learned, you know, they're constantly learning, adapting, and self-improving despite setbacks on the way towards their goal. 
uh, people with a positive mental attitude see setbacks as challenges. Instead of becoming discouraged on the first setback, people with a positive mental attitude think differently about setbacks. They take them as challenges. Instead of giving up, they just try harder. This reaction is known as inspirational dissatisfaction, and people use it to rise above even the most desperate and hopeless situations. Uh, they avoid mental near and farsightedness. So mental nearsightedness means you are able, unable to see the opportunities and possibilities lying in your present and future. The lack of vision will obviously impair your way to success, but there's another less obvious shortcoming, mental farsightedness. Farsightedness means the individual wants to leap immediately to the top. He or she dreams of the future but misses out uh, to work on the things needed to get there. For this reason, people who have a tendency to fail uh, who fail to reach their goal, goals, that tendency, they don't take the advantage of the opportunities that are right in front of them every day. So they're too focused on, um, you know, too far ahead. They don't see the opportunities right in front of them. If you want to be su successful, you have to both make a vision of your desired goal and notice the opportunities in front of you. Write down your goals, use deadlines and break them down into smaller goals if necessary. So writing down your goals also uh puts it more in uh embeds it in your subconscious that's that's a very important writing down your goals lets you clarify your thoughts and have your priorities set it's a very powerful technique to fight procrastination is very useful to set deadlines to your goals if your goals are very big you have to break them down into smaller goals achievable within a day a week a month completing smaller goals will help you stay focused and motivated it'll also create momentum by having these small accomplishments successes and it's the same like if you if you want to run a marathon or you want to make a billion dollars you don't just start by going you don't you don't have a billion let's go back to the marathon you don't think about i don't think about 26.2 miles uh, i think about you know 5k or three miles at a time or one mile at a time so i like break them into smaller pieces i suspect if you're a billionaire or you made a billion dollars, you probably did the same thing. You started with like 1 million, 10 million, 100 million, then a billion. So th that sort of stuff. You break them into smaller goals, and by uh, successfully accomplishing these smaller goals, you create momentum for larger goals, and they just build and build and build and build. Use auto-suggestion to program your mind. Hugely important. Uh, most of us have a negative uh, mind program. So not all our decisions are conscious. Most of our decisions decisions are actually subconscious. Luckily, we could harness it through the power of auto-suggestion. That can be started by reading a sentence twice a day aloud. For instance, if you want to feel happier, you could tell yourself that you'll feel happier every day. This will create momentum, and in time, your mental attitude will show a vast improvement. That's that's great, awesome to help to reprogram your mind like that. That's uh, I think I talked about that earlier. Going over a lot here is the big... A big kind of uh, summary of a lot of different things, and we'll go into more specific ones and science and all sorts of cool stuff in in episodes in the in the future. Okay, back to that book review. Almost done. A couple more concepts: create good habits, correct bad habits. So we act out of habits a big part of the day. So it would be helpful if those habits are beneficial to us. Uh, one example is Ben Franklin worked hard at the at bettering himself and his behavior. He would change his habits 
by practicing abstinence, frugality, or moderation until he mastered a particular virtue. Once he mastered it, he would move to the next one. Changing habits is easier than you think. For example, if you want to form a habit or daily exercise, you could set up a reminder in your smartphone that it's time to train during a certain time of day. First weeks, you probably use a small amount of willpower to maintain the schedule, but after time, the habit will be set up and you will look forward to your daily exercises. Don't give up and look out for missing pieces. If you don't succeed doing something, maybe you need to do something different, really differently or look at a different piece of the puzzle. Think about what you could what could be the missing piece to take your project to completion. Often an unconventional approach is needed and the best way to find the missing piece. And the last uh, summary of the awesome book, Success to a Positive Mental Attitude, is ignite your motivation by making a list of your goals and then starting to move towards them. If you set yourself big and attract uh, and attractive goals, you believe that you can achieve them and you believe you can achieve them, you automatically become more motivated. But that alone isn't enough. You have to start working on it. If you set big goals, you have to take big action. So start moving towards your goals. Uh, those that will further motivate motivate you. While you're working towards your goals, you will have the opportunity to motivate other people along your way just by your example, and other people will motivate you. It's a, it's a really beautiful circle of inspiring others and people inspire you. Furthermore, you can encourage them by putting active faith in them, let them know that you trust them, and they will become more motivated. Short summary, the fundamental ingredient for success is a positive mental attitude. Once you adopted it, you will be able to achieve whatever you decide to do, what your mind can believe or can believe and conceive, you can achieve. That's one of the quotes by Napoleon Hill. Let me double check that quote. What the mind can achieve. Because I don't, I don't want to butcher that. I should have it by memory. I'm just getting a little tired now. It's going on 6 10 p.m whatever the mind can conceive and believe the mind can achieve by napoleon hill that's a cool quote i love that i wanted to get that right and that's that's it and there was 17 principles of success by napoleon hill and a positive mental attitude was was one of them that's uh it was hugely important um, I think I'll go over that later. We're going on 45 minutes. I think that's good enough now for the first episode. And there's 17 principles of success, uh, going the extra mile, pleasing personality, personal initiative, positive mental attitude was number seven. No challenge can start without the right, right mindset. Positive mental attitude keeps your chin up and keeps you powered in all circumstances. No challenge too large. Objectives are clear and realistic and the right attitude to keep focus, inspire, and motivate others are key elements in, that are connected with this principle. The more positive everyone thinks that are involved in the desired goal, the more likely it is to achieve success by the law of influence. And he talks about self-discipline, accurate thinking, controlled attention, teamwork, adversity, defeat, uh, and defeat, create vision, your health, budgeting, time, and money, habits. I'm hugely uh, on habits, health, uh, positive mental attitude, and we'll go into those later. And that's it. This was the first episode, and I was a little nervous to begin with, but I'm glad I started. I just have to... I keep what I what I was doing the past three days. I was like keep kept putting it off. I was procrastinating a little. I was like, all right, I'm I feel a little tired. I want to feel fresh. I want to feel good. But I I might as well just do it. No matter, just start. 
no matter how I feel, just get it out there, just start. Because once I get like the first one and get it going, get the momentum going, then, then you know, it gets easier. This is the first one. My other uh, podcast was on travel, and I started to talk about self-help motivation and that sort of stuff. And so uh, it was just a perfect branch off. I might go into more history in the other podcast. Oh, and as far as a story, too, this is fascinating. I just ran uh, Pasadena 5K uh, the other week. I think it was last week. Yeah, last weekend. And I used that positive mental attitude tools from that book to have like a wonderful day and actually ended up winning the race surprisingly i so i'll go over it pretty fast if you want to listen to the whole story i did a whole show like in i think about an hour on it in the super travel experience podcast uh so basically i woke up in the morning i was listening to a little marvin gay you know i want you to want me and that got me uh that got me in, in like a good mood, but I was really tired and I tried to, uh, here's a song, Marvin Gaye. I want you to want me. You can hear me singing it in the other podcast, but yeah, so I got up listening to that and then I was jogging and I, I was kind of relaxed because I wasn't expecting a lot for myself. I just run as good as I feel and I was tired. So it's going to go, I was going to do a workout and Maybe I'll get top five from when I looked at the results from last year and jogging. I start start singing this out outside, thinking about how the Spartans used to sing before battle, and they had like a flute player, and they would, you know, be calm and collective. So I wanted to be calm. Oh, it's such a good jam. It's called Marvin Gaye. I want you. I want you. I listen every uh, probably every month or so. I, I start listening to a new song that kind of like gets me into the the zone the flow state the flow state's good to good to you know do a podcast on too especially for positivity there's okay so i'm jogging going to the race pasadena you know about a mile and a half from the hotel early in the morning i'm half asleep you know listening or singing marvin Gaye. i didn't have my headphones but i was singing it you know met up with my friends at the porta potty i'm exhausted i try to do a few you know a few pickups a few sprints but i'm just exhausted I'm, all right i'm just gonna do a workout and all right get to the starting line the starting line said hi I tried you know i was in a positive mood i just wanted you know i'm focusing on that it's one of my 2020 goals is stay positive to control my mind in a positive way because there's things outside of our control that's going to happen to us. Negative things are going to happen to us. It's just, it just, it just is. We can't control it. I mean, essentially, life. We're gonna, we're all gonna die. That that's kind of a negative thing. But um, I guess you could look at it in a positive way as well. I, I'm not sure. Uh, I'd have to think more about that. But I'm I'm getting to the starting line of the race, and boom, the gun guns goes off. You know, after the 10 second countdown, and I'm. Uh, I'm feeling like half asleep and I start to get really cold. I'm freezing, but uh, what, what's going through my mind is, oh, I just remembering the Spartans, how they had to deal with the cold and bearing the different weather and bathing in the cold river every every day or however often they did. I, I, I suspect probably daily. They were pretty uh, clean and, you know, like to take care of themselves. And so I'm going the first mile. So there's like six people ahead of me and I focus on trying to catch one person at a time. I focus on um, my breathing. I focus on positive thinking. 
I, I focus on, um, so I catch the first two people in front of me and give them a thumbs up. I didn't, couldn't say much because I was breathing, breathing a little hard. And I focus on, uh, you know, remaining strong and bearing the cold in my hands and arms that were pretty cold. It was around 46 degrees and the shady part, it was really cold. And so I'm going in about a mile in of the three mile race and I'm focusing on the next person in front of me so I can catch him. I'm looking at the time in relationship to the distance and how I feel. And I'm like, oh, time's going pretty fast. That's a good thing. It means I'm not working too hard. And then uh, a mile and a half goes in and I'm starting to catch the next guy, the, the third place guy. And so two miles in, I catch the, I catch him and I, I keep, uh, you know, I keep, keep chugging away and keep thinking positively and optimistically and hopeful and you know, having a little bit of courage to push yourself during, through the dif- discomfort, especially running and racing is a great metaphor for for life too, in general. And so I'm going two miles in, I see two people in front of me like, all right, I'll settle for a third, I'll be okay. You know, I'm not going to try to push. And then I start to get a little bit closer. We go down a small downhill is, you know, I'm and I start to pick it up. I'm feeling a little better. I feel like I'm warmed up and more awake, and I start to pick it up a little. I'm like, huh, I'm I'm catching them slowly. They're a few seconds ahead of me, and and I, I I catch the second guy. I'm like, wait a minute, the first guy's not that far in front now. I'm like, all right, we're we're like a quarter mile away. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna try to catch him on the turn. Uh, that would be like a little less than a you know, a quarter mile at this turn, it was like, uh, probably 200 meters or 0.12 miles. And so I'm going to try to make a move. And I did, I, I rounded the corner and I just took off. I ran really fast the last like 0.15 miles, like 431 pace so fast. I just booked it. It was down ramp, a little bit down a ramp onto the grass. And that's when we were even. And I just like gave it all I got and, and ended up winning surprisingly, just you know jump through the finish line there's like four photographers on me there's a cool video and it's just kind of an amazing experience that was so unexpected but i just happy that i was there and like i could have woke up in the morning and be like oh, i'm too tired i don't feel like it i'm not gonna go you know instead i'm like all right i'm gonna go i'm just gonna get in a good workout do my best go run how i feel and Imagine if I didn't run at all, I wouldn't have had so much fun. I wouldn't have won. I wouldn't have like all all this stuff happened because I was had a positive mental attitude. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't lazy. I wasn't pessimistic. I was I was just positive during that day and I felt so much gratitude during that, you know, after that and that whole day it was one of the best days I've ever felt. And it was, it was amazing. I congratulated all my friends. They did really well. It was, it was finished at the Rose Bowl, um, a huge stadium that holds over 92,000 people. And it was just amazing experience. And that day I realized that the positive mental attitude can make your day beautiful or can make a negative mental, mental attitude can make your day living hell and so a lot of people are are towards the hellish area and they 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 don't you know live a positive great life it doesn't matter if you're rich or poor i mean i remember going to kenya and they're the poorest people they're some of the happiest people i've ever seen i I couldn't understand why and 
the mental attitude's huge. It's hugely important. And so that's what this podcast is about. Planet positivity. That's it, guys. Hope, uh, hope you got something out of this. And stay tuned for more episodes in the future on, on positivity, self-help, motivation, inspiration, everything to help you, me, and everyone live a great life and to help change the world for the better, ultimately what it comes down to. You change yourself, you change the world. That's it, guys. Thank you for listening. Have a great day, wonderful night, great uh, month, great week, great year, and have a great life. All right, guys, thank you. Take care.